you're listening to season three of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Evans, and I've been planning events, workshops, retreats, and socials for almost 20 years. After working with so many incredible clients and entrepreneurs, and personally experiencing hardship in life and business, I've discovered how powerful our mindset and purpose is in creating a life of joy and celebration while having a whole lot of fun along the way. Join me with a coffee or cocktail as I connect with inspiring leaders, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary people as they share their journey in life and business and how they are striving to live a life of purpose. Your fears and beliefs in yourself will be transformed as you work towards creating the best version of yourself from the inside out. You're in good company. Cheers to celebrating simple life. Today on Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, I'm chatting with Catherine Monaghan, CEO and founder of Giggle Water Productions. Giggle Water was founded on the idea of a life of balance and having fun, happiness, and health are core to life. Giggle Water is the new alcoholic beverage and lifestyle brand on the scene, taking Ibiza, Spain, and now the world by storm, one bubble at a time. You know how I feel about my Prosecco. From the wines to the bubblies, events and retreats, Catherine promises quality-driven, interesting, useful, upbeat products that reflects Giggle Water's mission of making healthy living a little bit easier and a load more fun. I came across Giggle Water when looking for a pretty bottle of Prosecco to use in some branding photography, and when I saw the word Giggle Water on the bottle, I was intrigued. I knew that I had to reach out to Catherine and hear more about this delightful brand and her story straight from the source. At the end of the day, wine in all its forms is just a beverage. It's a part of life. It brings people together to chat, to have dinner with and for all types of celebrations and now mostly virtually but tune into our conversation as we chat about the journey to make the world and ourselves a better place while having fun at the same time just in time for the holidays hello Catherine. Catherine. i am so excited you look fabulous thank you darling I'll tell you why I'm wearing these goggles, because you you said to me you'd like to have some uh, happy hour drinks, and um, we are launching the Rosé Prosecco in Canada this month, and so a friend of mine whose house I'm at right now, because we're having a party later, he went to Burning Man, and he said, oh, these will go really well with your Prosecco, put them on, and I was like, okay, I have never been to Burning Man, on that note. (laughs) I couldn't love it more. I absolutely love it. Oh my goodness, you are fabulous. Well, I love it that we can be across the world from each other and have happy hour no matter what time of day it is and connect. I have so many questions for you and I am so delighted that you are on the show today. So thank you. Thank you. And I read up all about you and I'm very um, excited and honored because I love what you stand for and I love what you're doing for women and the community and for yourself and I think we need more people like this in the world so thank you for having me because I, I really respect what you're doing and what you believe oh, in. Thank you. Well, you're gonna make me cry from from the get-go. Thank you. That's so sweet of you. Sometimes we need to see people, you know. So. Oh yeah, 100%. And as I raise my two daughters, I just feel like more and more importance of shining a light on incredible women in the world and sharing our story and being okay to be open about it and just blazing our own trails. I agree. I agree. Actually, my, my boyfriend and I, my passion other than wine is, um, is quantum energy healing. 
and we did a lot of uh, meditation with Dr. Joe Dispenza and we both practice something called IQM, which is Integrative Quantum Medicine. And uh, we were talking about your daughter earlier because um, we were thinking this, we actually think we might have a way to, to help your daughter. And so offline, love to chat further. Um, oh, we're, we, that makes me so happy. Yes, we will definitely chat and I would love to hear all about that for sure. Um, so we need to, we need to cheers. Do you have a yeah, drink? Oh, You're ahead of me. And I'm, I'm, I can't wait to try. So I don't have the rosé, obviously, because you're just launching it. Um, but I absolutely love this. And actually, do you want to know how I actually was introduced to Giggle Water? I'm going to tell you this story and then we can cheers. I was doing a branding photo shoot for myself with a amazing photographer and friend of mine here. And I was like, what type of beverage? I wanted to pop, I love bubbles and Prosecco, love it. I'm like, I wanna pop something that's fun and where the bottle look looks matches with what my branding shoot is going to be besides the fact. So I'm looking at different Proseccos and finding it and I'm just going along the row at the uh, liquor store and I see the cutest, bottle and the cutest packaging and giggle water jumping out at me. It was like there was no other bottles. It just jumped right out at me. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> and I just loved it. And I popped it for my branding photo shoot and had so many cute pictures of me with giggle water. And I was like, hey, I need to know about this. I need to know who these incredible people are that have created something so fun. And that is how I made the choice to reach out to you. Amazing. Well, I have to say, Canada is just the most amazing market. We've got so many people that are sending in the most amazing photos and getting engaged and getting married and doing photo shoots in like, I don't know, somewhere in Canada is like a desert looking place because a couple got, they were like on sand dunes. So yes. We kind of have like every possible climate in the whole world in our country. And I think probably too, it's so cold here most of the time, at least where we live in Canada, we're kind of right in the middle. And I don't know that maybe humans were meant to live in these types of conditions because it's so cold all the time. And that's why we need more giggle water. <laughs> Oh, I have some good news. I'm launching a range of wines from the south of France and it's red wine. So the red wine keeps you warm. Yay! My favorite! Mm. Well, cheers, my friend. We are going to have a fun chat together today and even more fun because we get to sip your lovely giggle water and I cannot wait to try the rosé. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> okay, so giggle water... Is, is what you do on a Saturday morning. Well, what else do you do on a Saturday morning? If you <laughs> saw how much snow we have where we live right now, you would say, yes, stay inside and drink Prosecco. Okay. All right. Um, so tell me a little bit about your background. And I know you've had a career filled with cool opportunities and things that have happened with you and that has led you to launching Giggle Water and everything else that you have on the go right now. I would love to hear your story and your background and how you got started. So we'll be here till tonight, same time for you. <laughs> At the end of the Need a few more bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, sir. I'll try and find a quick way. Um, so I grew up in South Africa. 
and my mother is Spanish, my father's Irish, and I studied commerce degree with clinical psychology. And I always wanted to be a vet, or I wanted to go into advertising, or I wanted to be a doctor, a naturopathic doctor. So what's really funny is I went into the advertising, and my life has kind of gone full way, because I've always sort of balanced the world of my life in sort of half wellness and half business. So I, um, yeah, I'll tell you what's going on. So actually, I'm at a friend's house and uh, I've got a lot of, we, I live in Ibiza, which is an island off Barcelona in Spain. And uh, we have people from all over the world who live here. It's pretty amazing. And there's a lot of people interested in music. And I have some friends who are DJs. And so what we do every weekend is we have a little party and we invite our friends. And so we're starting this at seven because of this whole lockdown thing, we have yes. to be close by 12. So oh. we sort of get together, have some drinks, have some food, dance a little bit in the house. And the DJ just did a sound check. So that's why you hear so. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that sounds very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to dance, right? Right. What else so, okay, so yeah, and then I basically, it's been very interesting. So a lot of my life has been um, sort of in business, but also my passion is, like I said to you, in meditation, breathwork, energy healing. I love animals. I have passion for animals. Um, so I left South Africa when I was, I think, 21, and I moved to the UK, and then I got into um, strategy, and I was headhunted by an Australian company called Hardy's. And so I fell into wine. I never thought about being in wine as a career. And then I progressed through working for some of the biggest companies in the world, importers and distributors. And then I worked for some of the biggest retailers. And then in about 2000, and I think it was seven, um, I thought, why not do this on my own? And I, I love branding and design. So I started my own business and a lot of it was doing private label for retailers. So I would work with a winery and I would help distribute their products around the UK and Europe and a little bit in America. Um, and then I would um, create private label bl uh, blends uh, for the supermarkets and pub groups in the UK with a, a beautiful label, creating a story around a brand and all this kind of thing. And then um, between 2008 and 2014, I ended up moving to the state. Well, I wasn't moved to the states, but I was doing London, Miami a lot. I met a guy there, or I actually ended up with two people over the a long time period in, in America. And um, so I kind of stopped working in wine, and I was there, and I thought I was going to move there and get married, and as as we girls do, don't move. Classic. And um, and then I moved back to the UK in 2014. My dad died, um, mm. and I started my own branding business. And so what happened then was I was doing this really cool project for a big, uh, big company in the UK. And I was doing a project called uh, the Speakeasy Club. So basically speakeasies were these underground bars in the 1920s in America. And you would go underneath and you would basically have a code name for alcohol. And that code name was Giggle Water. So while I did this project, I saw this picture of these three girls on a diving board. And they, it was all black and white. And they were wearing a bathing suit and a little cap. And they were holding a champagne glass. And, and it said Giggle Water and Intoxicating Beverage. And I thought, this is the coolest name ever for a sparkling wine brand. And then I thought, it's even more cool because it means alcohol. It means alcoholic beverage. So I could do tequila or I could do vodka or I could do a wine range. So that's kind of how it started. Um, and I started uh, in Prosecco 
because it was a really, and it still is a very high growth category. Um, and I just didn't feel that there were any brands that were really resonating with anybody. You know, you just get a brand that's on the, the gondola end in the supermarket and you promote it and then you start promoting it and it's just another bottle with a label on. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to create something that had meaning. So all the time I was in the wine industry, I sort of, I watched a lot of people and they just, didn't really live their lives in balance. And my passion, like I said to you, is, you know, retreats and wellness and yoga and swimming and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, why not create a brand that's all about living, loving, sparkling, celebrating life. Um, and it's okay to do a yoga retreat and at the end of the day, have a glass of wine. You know, a lot of people would say, well, you can't have wellness and happiness as well as having a glass of wine. And I'm like, that's, for me, that's not true. I think that we should look after our bodies and find our own balance. And so the slogan of the brand, the brand is live, love, sparkle, find a happy balance. So it's happiness and health really is the priority for me. And I really resonated with you because I, as an entrepreneur and all the heartache that you go through in startups, we just, as women, we really need more support and we need more guidance and there's not enough stuff out there. It's like, just be tough, you know, it's gonna be fine. And then you have yes. to negotiate with men and they're like, blah, 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 and you kind of be blonde and it's a long ride. <laughs> so that's kind yes. of how the brand came about. Um, and uh, it started three and a half years ago. And I then progressed it into pink Prosecco and uh, also products in cans. So we do a range of cocktails, uh, white and pink sparkling in cans. And we're just launching a hard seltzer. Um, and then also zero alcohol. So we have a Bellini cocktail, which is zero alcohol, which is cool for the mums or pregnant girls. Yeah. And then in about middle of January, launching a wine range called the Sunset Collection, which is organic from the south of France. Oh so that's kind of business. So just, just a few products on the go. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? We want to have bubbles. We want some wine. We want, you know, oh. we want to have little cans when we like going on a picnic. And so that really, I wanted to create a brand that was about lifestyle and wasn't just yeah. about pimping what's in the glass, you know, aromas of cherries and raspberries and the whole swirly whirly yeah. regular droning on and on. I wanted to create a brand that was all about celebrating the, the the magic times in life with different products and 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 all about yeah just treating yourself and and but in balance and moderation and uh, and this kind of thing so. well i couldn't love that more because that is literally my entire life motto and i think it was as if like when i told you the story of the bottle like speaking to me off the shelf it was like it was telling me that story but i didn't know the story yet and then in re reading up on the website and reading about the background story of giggle water after i had purchased my first bottle I was like this bottle and everything about it is completely the essence of what you're telling me now that the story is about it and that is exactly it I think especially in this last 10 months or so mm. or a year nearly that we've been in a very different state in the world collectively in the world for the first time in what feels like our history of being alive for the age group that we're all in right now, we haven't seen something like this before. And I think there's so, what I've heard from so many women is that life is a roller coaster at the best of times. There's always things that are on the go and things that feel hard and fun and good and not good. And it's just this constant sort of ebb and flow of trying to keep life feeling how you feel your best. And this pandemic yeah. has really sort of ruffled that all up and 
kind of had to reevaluate everything that we've known to do because I realized I do find a lot of joy and happiness in being able to travel and in being able to have certain experiences and things that we've just had to table for right now. Yeah, this has been, I think, my biggest, I can't use the word problem, but I'm like you, travel is everything because I'm a freedom person. So, you know, I'm very, my boyfriend is the same and I'm very lucky. I have a really wonderful partner who also loves freedom and travel. And this is kind of what's bugging me, you know, is that we can't go anywhere and you feel kind of restrained. And then you think, well, hold on you are what you think we create our own reality and it's to Mm -hmm. i find meditation really helps me it gets me out of the resistance of all this monkey brain thinking Mm -hmm. and it takes you to becoming present and to realizing actually focus on yourself and your loved ones and your family and friends around you and to just not be too involved in all the social media craziness because a lot of it is not true and a lot of it is fear mongering. And, uh, and I found myself during the lockdown, I mean, I was on Facebook and I was seeing all these people running all these things and being so aggressive. And I just thought, no, stop, because it was just getting out of control. And, you know, I think that we have to, as you say, find the time to treat yourself and to, mm-hmm. to celebrate the little things. I think we forget to celebrate the little things. Um, and when Absolutely. you take as it comes and go, today was a great day and this is what happened and da 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 da. You know, you can sit and just go, oh, I give up and oh, I haven't sold as much or oh, I haven't got this or that. And then you just go, what do I have? You know, and um, exactly. Well, and I found for myself too, one of the things that I've been sort of learning more and more in this last year for sure is just learning that I have to just spend my time and my energy differently right now in order to get the results that I am wanting versus what I was used to doing before when everything just felt a little bit easier and more carefree and you weren't restrained or restricted by what you could and couldn't do. That takes a lot of mental energy to be following all of these rules and to try to stay healthy. And our family has been abiding by this as the best of our ability in order to keep our daughter safe. Um, And so we've been doing all of that. But in that, it's so exhausting to feel like you're sort of feeling like you're overthinking all of the things that should feel so simple on a day to day. And how do you spend that energy into finding ways to make today fun and good and exciting, even though you can't do the things that you would normally very easily think up to go and do to make your life feel the way you want it to feel, you know? Yeah, I mean, what I found helped me because I was doing the same thing. I was thinking and I was research. I've never done so much research in my life and I'm normally a research person anyway, but I was reading on, we could have a talk for hours about this. And I'm very glad I did all the research because it's given me a lot of answers. A lot of them I already knew, but I then stopped doing this and I started to go sort of, how do you say, more sort of inside and doing exactly what you're talking about. It's like, okay, what can I do with my own life, you know, and not sort of um, scrambling about and, and not taking on this fear that the press, right? Because if I had a daughter, I don't have children, but if I had two children and, and I would be doing what you are doing, how can I make each day more fun? Mm-hmm. Because we have to distract our mind and our children away from, from this. For me, if I go through my life, I can, I can find all the dots that got me where I am now. And mm-hmm. I love that because when we can see that, then we know that it doesn't matter what happens. It's always, there's a reason for it. And sometimes it doesn't feel good, but, but it's okay. We have to ride through this and flow through it. And 
at the other side, there's a reason why that thing happened or that person came yes. into my life. It's to go, okay, it's a little bit of a hiccup right now, but have faith that at the end, if we just flow with this, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Oh, 100%. And there's a reason why your daughter got this. It's her life path and it's teaching her a lot and it's also teaching you a lot. Maybe it's mm-hmm. teaching your patients. So, you know, my boyfriend owns a restaurant and he also, um, he, as I said, he's into the quantum energy healing, but he, bizarrely, when he was about 25, got asked on the island to be a wedding celebrant. So he's now 49, I think, and he's done over 700 weddings oh, and cool. it's very beautiful, but yeah. I've met the wedding planners. He just has to show up and do a beautiful ceremony and yeah. talk about beautiful things. And I'm watching these wedding planners going, oh my God, if I had to do this job, I would freak out. <laughs> like the level of detail and analysis and perfection and then the bridezillas and all this other stuff. So I respect you. I understand. Yeah, and it's something have some kind of sense of control in order to make everything go well but then when you kind of leave the event then you need to go yes and that's the key right trying to figure out how to sort of separate the things that need that level and the things that don't which sometimes becomes very blurry but no i i agree well i tell you the reason why i chose this bottle because prosecco bottles are normally in a a normal prosecco shape Uh but there's a champagne bottle called runart i don't know if you've seen it I don't think I and, have. Um, and I just thought it would be so much nicer to change. It's what you're kind of talking about is changing the dynamic and what should we do things and the way we think. And that's what I was, so the reason I brought the bottle up was what I was trying to change the dynamic of how we bottle stuff or like, you know, people mm-hmm. are not used to wine in a can or wine in a, 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 like a soft pouch or whatever. And it's the same thing in life. It's how can we do things in a new way, in a better way or a different way that delivers a different kind of result you know? Oh, uh, I love that. It just, it's amazing how such small little details, which I think is what attracts me to the career that I'm in is that those little details, no, they don't need to be life-changing and they don't need to be like, oh, we're changing the world because we've chosen to do this over this. However, the power of our minds and exactly what you said, these like little tiny things and you walk in and sometimes we as humans can't even necessarily pinpoint why something makes us feel the way that it does. But because of all the background and detail that have gone into those specific little details, whether for a beverage or for an event or for another life circumstance, they matter. And they really do change what the way we view things, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I love it. So how as a company with your giggle water, how do you decide for yourself with all of the things coming at you and all of the decisions to make and the potential collaborations and partnerships and just owning a business unto itself just has monumental decisions to be making all of the time on a daily basis. How do you decide who the right fits and people and company and ways that you collaborate in order to stay authentic to this beautiful brand that you just shared this beautiful story about? I think for me, it's about people. So Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a people's person and I think that people buy from people they like. Um, and I'm an energy person. So, um, if, there's a retailer that energetically, I just don't feel the values are right. For example, I'm not going to go chase them, for example. Um, And uh, so 
I naturally, and this is very strange because I used to work for the biggest wine company in the world, which is Constellation, and they own all the big brands like Gallo and, and Hardee's and everything. And I used to sell big volumes and da 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 and work with them. And now I've, with Gigawater, bizarrely, I've let people come to me. Mm. And by letting distributors come to me and finding the brand on social media, I found that people that have come are people who really care and they're really interested. So it's like, I suppose, um, if you were going to, if you wanted a boyfriend or partner um, and you went out and you're looking and you're looking and you're looking and you're hunting and, you're, and then you're always chasing, you're never going to really find the person that's, I don't think, energetically right for you. But if you're just out and you're having a great time and you're just being yourself and just being the best of you, suddenly along comes a person into your life that you just wouldn't even expect to be there. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I've done with Giggle Water. People have just come into my life and said, hey, I love your brand. Can we distribute it? And I've gone, I've checked them out and I've gone, yes, actually. And they're nice people. And I like to work with nice people. Um, so that's with distributors, retailers. That's kind of, it's just organically been that way. Um, and then uh, with events and things, I try to do things that are about the brand, really, about living life, celebrating life, having fun, friendships, family, um, living life in balance, so retreats, uh, and working with uh, companies. I love to sail. So it's, you know, we work with uh, promoting sailing events, promoting women's events, entrepreneurial forums, um, sponsoring, uh, actually even sponsoring um, a deep sea diver in Formentera, which is a little island off here. He is the, the how do you say, the representer of um, the Pristine Seas Project for National Geographic. And next year we're creating some bespoke products for him to sell full profit to support his projects to save the seaweeds and the Balearic Islands and also for the geographic National Geographic Seas Project. And then there's a, um, a little orphanage in Bali that we're going to start um, supporting next year. Basically, it's 137 children whose parents were killed in the volcano, volcano oh. uh, when it erupted. And uh, we want to help build a meditation sort of room and expand the school. And so I'm always looking at projects where mm. the brand is giving back. So, because I always feel that, you know, people support and they buy the product, but it's really nice to then give back to the community. Well, and you're totally right. I mean, the more you get involved with things like that, the more opportunities in all areas just kind of, it just comes full circle, right? Like, I feel like on the days that I, and I think sometimes this is still a counterintuitive idea for some people, but I feel like on the days that don't feel as good and days that feel hard and when things don't feel as easy as you wish they did the idea of being able to just reflect on being grateful and deciding to even if you're grumpy or frustrated or whatever you're feeling on a day to choose to give something back and to say you yeah. know what like this it's okay to sit in our uncomfortable feelings. That's okay. Not saying you have to be happy all of the time because that's not realistic, but being able to take that energy and to put it into something else. If I can get myself into that mindset when I am not feeling good and can yeah. just decide how am I going to make something better for something else, even something as simple as bringing a coffee to a friend or going and doing something nice for somebody else. I don't know. It's like, again, it's one of those things that just pivots your brain into getting rid of the, ugh. <laughs> yeah, no. And it's, it's, um, it's gratitude is number one, you know, um, gratitude is the highest form of receivership. 
Enjoy a freshly squeezed holiday season with Cassidy's Lemonade Stand. Over the past eight years since 12-year-old Cassidy started her lemonade stand, she has spent countless hours not only making her famous freshly squeezed lemonade, but has also done over 10,000 hours of physiotherapy and treatments just to keep the symptoms of cystic fibrosis at bay. Her positive attitude and the way she keeps her mission top of mind to help everyone with cystic fibrosis live better is so inspiring. Most of all, I'm incredibly proud to be this firecracker's mama. Cassidy's Lemonade Stand has a freshly squeezed lemon boutique online and orders can be shipped for free anywhere in Canada. From beautiful holiday postcards, lemon squishies, necklaces, bracelets, t-shirts, keychains, and even lemon socks, these gifts all make the perfect stocking stuffers this holiday season. Give the gift of hope this season to Cassidy and the 4,000 Canadians bravely battling cystic fibrosis. And as a bonus for being a listener of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, you will receive a free holiday postcard with any order placed before December 21st. Go online to CassidysLemonadeStand.com today. Cheers to celebrating today. So when you are grateful, things come to you and it's such a, it's a high vibration feeling. So when you feel, oh, I'm broke or, oh my God, this has happened and you're all in this low stress, low vibration, you keep attracting the same thing. Mm -hmm. And what you're talking about is to stay in this higher level of vibration and to feel in joy. I saw that, you know, joy is a key. It's Mm -hmm. funny because uh, joy has become and, and has always been something very important to me too. And it's to be in joy and to give others and to, to stay in this feeling of what are the things that make me feel good, happy? What are the things that keep me in this, even if I'm having a terrible day or somebody hasn't done this or that, what are the things that when I think of that make me feel good? Because then it changes your energy and you can come back to more of a neutral state and go, it's not that bad. My thoughts are making it crazy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, joy is is my middle name, actually. It's my middle name. So that has been a word that has always just been a part of me because that's my own name, but the meaning behind it, I have done so much research and reading on this because I love the word joy. And I feel like with things that have happened in my life and in anyone's life, as the, as you see your story unfold throughout your life, I've, I've been sort of more in tune to the idea of how joy and happiness are two very different things and you can feel joy even when you're not happy you can be upset and still feel joy you can be frustrated and still feel joy and realizing that joy isn't sort of doesn't need to be an emotion that's just sometimes it's there sometimes it's not um and that has been a huge sort of mind shift for me as well to kind of just realize that joy is more of a lifestyle um, yeah. then to feel like joy does not mean we are happy 100% of the time and always inspiration and positivity. And it doesn't have to mean that. And I, I really like that definition. It feels real to me. Yeah. And I think also what I like about you is it's the same thing that I do. Uh, it's you're bringing the mindfulness and the wellness side of the world that you love into your business and I'm mm-hmm. doing the same when you do that then you feel a bit more balanced because you don't feel like oh well I like to do retreats or I like to do meditation or I like to uh, work with my daughter with cystic fibrosis foundation <laughs> it's not being separate it's all mm-hmm. incorporated into one and it just makes you feel like 
it just makes you feel better and it makes you feel more joy because there's not a separation of everything you know and i think that yes. uh, it's very important to be conscious that everything is one anyway when we separate it all that's when things go a bit kind of oh what's why 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 not everything's integrated and everything is connected you know? it is and that's sort of that's like the classic example of the actual human experience and i think sometimes i know that this is i know that this is sometimes there's different trains of thought on this but i feel like especially for women there's often this stigma that whether you're in the workplace or whether you own your own business or wherever else you show up in your life that we're supposed to somehow separate these feelings and emotions and things that are happening in our personal life to things that are happening at work. And yes, to a certain degree, there's a time and a place for certain things, obviously. But I don't think that you can maybe create the best work environment, even, even in a corporate work environment, everybody is still a human being and everybody has had, you know, stuff go on that morning that is causing them to show up in a certain way in their work environment or life experiences that just, those can't just be cut and dry, negated. They're not a part of this. This is work. This is personal. Yeah. I found that the people that I see with the biggest um, issues or emotional troubles in their soul are people that are not being who they really are mm -hmm. so they go to work and they're pretending to be the specific character and then they're home and they're somebody different and this when you have all these different personalities this is when you you are totally separate from your connection to your your source your mm -hmm. who you really are um and so you're kind of out of your vortex as they would say mm -hmm. and i think this is where you get pulled and pulled and pulled and if you just choose yourself and go I'm having a bad day doesn't mean I'm just gonna go smile. Yeah. You know, I have a friend who she's very smiley, um, but it, for me, I felt that this was a lot of um, just trying to make everybody happy, you know. And she battled to, to fall pregnant uh, for a long time, and she was taking IVF. And I said, just go somewhere where it's warm and just be happy and relax. And actually, after I think four years, she did. And she's now got a little boy. So mm -hmm. it's finding it's finding your way home to you, I think. When you start yes. to do this, when you attract the, the right people in your life. And yes. also your children. Your children reach, uh, so your children read energy. You know, I was the, one of the girls here and I were talking. She's a mom. Her daughter's, I think, nine. And uh, we have a friend who's probably going to get divorced. And she's having problems with the children. And we were just talking about if, if the mother is feeling things, children, the energy of the child can almost feel it without the mother having to say anything. So mm -hmm. this is so important. It's when we're just not true and not being honest. It's much better you say to your little girl, look, you know, I'm feeling a bit sad today because blah, 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 blah. Even yes. if they're young, you think they don't understand. At least the, the emotion is being chatted about rather than, pretending to be stoic and perfect and oh my goodness this is exactly it yes and i feel like to get to the point where we can realize that we're not fooling anybody <laughs> to realize that i think that's so healthy yeah yeah i agree oh i love that you said that um so what for yourself do you, I mean, you've alluded to this already in this beautiful conversation. What for yourself inspires 
you, where do you get inspiration day to day? I mean, now a little bit different, as you said, we're feeling a little more constricted and what we're allowed to do and where we can go and kind of all the things going on. But where do you see inspiration? What kinds of things are you doing in your life where you are like, well, even just you mentioning you seeing that picture from the girls in the bathing suits and holding the champagne and like just gathering that and letting that turn into this huge idea. Where do you feel like you have a tendency to look or go or experience in order to feel that creative energy? Okay. So I, I love meditation because when I do, and I do Dr. Joe guided meditations and they're anything from half an hour to five hours. I don't normally do the five hour ones, but you can. And the max I do really is about an hour and a half. But what happens in the meditation is he takes your brain levels from, well, there's four different levels of brain. I won't go through all the brain waves, but basically he takes you on a journey to change your brain waves. And then you get to a place where you're not thinking anymore. Mm. And then suddenly are very, you have this ability to be creative and all these thoughts and ideas come to you. So I try and meditate a lot because then I get really creative and I come up with really great ideas because my mind isn't in this kind of monkey hamster wheel place of thinking, oh, I have to do this and I have to pay that and I have to see her and I have to blah, blah, blah. Um, it's totally neutralized. And then it's, it's an open plan space for creativity and innovation and ideas. And a lot of times those ideas are coming to me from, I don't know, the universe, or they've come to me from see, I do a lot of research. I'll go on the internet and I'll look at branding and uh, different ideas and, and some of the companies, I've forgotten the names of them now, but they bring all the new products out. Oh, there's one called Trend Hunter, which you would love. Mm. I'll send you a link. And basically they talk about innovation in every single product category in the whole world. And it's so fantastic. And I sit there and I'm like, oh, it's like, like yumminess. <laughs> and I'm looking, so I, don't, I don't just look at like wine. I'm looking at creams and dog food and, and everything. And I'm like, wow, that's a cool idea and different packaging and da, 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 da. And then when I go out on the street, I'm always like looking at the way people branded their premises or their product or their whatever. And, you know, and so it's, um, that's kind of what I, that's, and I, and also I, I love music. I love frequency and um, I think frequency is, is underneath everything. So it's, uh, yeah, going back to connecting to yourself and um, my passion for branding. I don't even know where it came from, to be honest. Like my, my mother doesn't work. She's never worked, but she loves medicine. And so that's where I get my, my passion for medicine and naturopathic stuff. And my father was in civil engineering in the building industry. So I'm like the total opposite. Right. I love animals. I love quantum energy healing. I love branding. <laughs> like, where did you find me? Totally. <laughs> so, um, kind of some of the things um, that's kind of, yeah. Don't you find that it's almost like addicting sometimes? You can't stop yourself. Sometimes I'm just like going out and about and I'll like go grab a coffee or be somewhere just in my day to day. And I'll be in... A, a place and I'll see their menu board or I'll see some little detail that they have in there where I'm like, Oh man, if they only did this, that would like just make that so much better. Or <laughs> do you want to, do you want to share photos? You know how many photos I have like 10,000 and, and half of them are, Oh, that's a cool idea. Kick. Well, that's a cool idea. Kick. Or how can I adapt that to do this? I'm exactly like you. It's like, oh, oh, oh. Totally. Like, and I'm like, okay, turn it off. You're just going to get a coffee. Just enjoy yourself. You don't need to do this. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the same. No, really. I love it. And now I'm creating little monsters. My children are doing it too. So anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Innovation and creativity is why we're alive, 
really it's uh, for me the two most amazing love gratitude innovation creativity the most important things anyway. i love it <laughs> i agree i love it um, so we are leading up to the holiday season here for Christmas. Um, what does, what does celebrating and traditions or things that you've carried on in your life look like for you this season? This is a strange one because yes. my dad had Alzheimer's for oh. 15 years. And so my mother was living, they moved from South Africa to Spain in 2002. And then uh, when he died, I, I tried to spend every Christmas with my mom. And then uh, last year we were, where were we? We were in, I think we were in Thailand. So it's very strange this year. Now we're in Ibiza and I've moved my mom from mainland Spain here. So she'll be with us for Christmas. My boyfriend yeah. owns this beautiful restaurant. So we're gonna go there and have Christmas day there. Um, and then, yeah, just in between, uh, it's really spending time with friends. I have some beautiful different groups of friends, some that love music, some that love food and wine, some that love hiking and swimming, even at this crazy time of year. And it's, yeah, it's just because we're in small pockets, because of the the rules yes. uh, we tend to go out in like sixes or tens or if we go to a restaurant then maybe we can do 40 of us but we all have to sit six people at a table right um so yeah this is a time of really connecting with different friends and and having like tonight we're at a friend of mine's little villa and uh, or finca i should say it's an old spanish finca and we have three friends of ours they're all playing music and just some friends around to have some food and some wine and dance a little bit and then we're the clock clicks 12, we have to go home. <laughs> like Cinderella, just like Cinderella, totally. Exactly. And then we have a friend who owns like this beautiful like agro-turismo and he's like, maybe we do a party and we lock ourselves in and no one will know we're in here. <laughs> yeah, you can go, go back to like your 1940s where you need a password and it's like... Oh, really? This is like, exactly, like the giggle water speaking times, <laughs> under the ground, lock the doors. Well, some, someday I will live vicariously and join you in Spain so I can experience these like little parties. For now, we're just trying to survive winter and wow. are already yeah, counting down the days. Pardon? Or is it heating? Fire or is it heating? It's mainly heating in Canada, no? Unless you're oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it is heating or else we would not be alive to tell about it. It's very, very cold. Uh, we're having a really nice week this week and today is sunny outside and I think it's, I don't know, do you use Celsius or Fahrenheit for your temperature? Celsius. Celsius, yeah. So right now it's like plus four. Oof, ouch. And this is a right really now, We're plus 13, I think. Don't, I was like, don't tell me, don't tell me. That's not great. <laughs> that's not, it's that's not great. Okay. That's not great. Okay, so I could talk with you for hours. I want to have a few of my rapid fire speed questions to finish up our conversation so that I can hear some fun, more fun details about your life. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, what is one thing that you do in the morning that helps to set the tone for your day? I wake up and I basically, at the moment, we're trying to find a house. Um, and so we're staying in an apartment, which is right on the beach, on the water. Um, so I wake up and I go run along. It's kind of like really rocky cliffs. And I run along the rocky cliffs and then I come back and then I do a meditation. And that's what I do. And um, it's really nice because I, I move. Um, sometimes I do yoga. I love yoga. Um, and um, 
yeah, that's what that's kind of passed on my day. I might just have to like lift my jaw up off the ground and say, I'm not a jealous person, but I'm just going to dream and pretend that that's what my life is going to look like for the six months until our snow leaves. <laughs> you have to put on your, your big woolies and you really just play in the snow. But no, I know I, I, love, I love skiing. I'm not very good at it. Um, I have my, one of my best friends, her husband's the head of skydiving for Red Bull and all his mates are all like super best at this, best at that. And sometimes we meet in February in France and I love being in the snow, but it's kind of like after the two weeks, it's like, mm, go home now. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're crazy. They're out there for like four months going, woohoo, let's go Red Bull up on the slopes. And I'm like, uh, yes. the shots of something alcoholic <laughs> and the fire and my duties and my little like gloves and I'm happy. But, yes. Um, I feel like yeah, I, I was feel- born in the wrong climate. I think I was meant <laughs> to be born somewhere else and my heart and soul has a different vibe than the climate that is surrounding me. <laughs> well, we have to find a way to get you to Spain. Oh, it's on my list. I have done a lot of traveling, but I have not been anywhere in Europe. Oh no. Okay. We're gonna, we'll put our thinking caps on. We're gonna on have it. a thing. On it, yeah. on it. Okay, next question. What Are you a coffee drinker and what is your coffee order? I actually have something in the morning called a cortado in Spain. It's basically a mini coffee, so like a macchiato. Mm-hmm. That's what I have. I don't like milk. It's not, uh, I just never have particularly liked it. So I have, I have just a little coffee and a little bit of milk. That's what I have. Oh, well, that sounds delicious. <laughs> Um, what is something that you always have in your bag, your purse day to day that you cannot live without? Okay. The really, the worst thing about me is that my phone dies. <laughs> Everybody crazy. So I have a Mophie extra charger. Mm-hmm. I would say that. And then I would say my, probably just the lip gloss, just so that you can have something pretty on your lips. Those two things. <laughs> you're, you're an easygoing gal. Charge your lip gloss. Love it. Yeah, I'm not high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll flip this around. What is your favorite indulgence or junk food? Oh, I love pizza. I really mm. love pizza. I don't really like uh, pepperoni on the pizza, but I like pizza because I'm just obsessed with cheese. I, I could eat <laughs> every cheese in the whole universe. I'm not a dessert person. I like things like creme brulee or a little bit of lemon cheesecake. But if you gave me a cheese board, I would just be, I'm so an after dinner cheese board. Every night I could have some red wine and cheese and crackers and I'm happy. <laughs> See, I knew, I knew, I knew we would be good friends. Yeah. <laughs> the cheese and the wine. Love it. Um, what was the most memorable or first concert you've attended? You too. I was, I went from, I was born in Durban, so I went to Joburg and I can't even tell you what it was like to watch you two. I felt like, I felt like my soul was being raised out of my body into the sky. They are the most incredible band. It was just like, you know, where the streets have no name. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Like, wow. And that was a long, I think 1999. So yeah, it was amazing. So. Love that. What is one thing you absolutely love to do in your free time? I love to swim in the sea. Mm. Um, I love to dance. I just, I love music. I'm crazy about music. So yeah, I I like going out and dancing. I love. Um, So dancing, swimming, 
Um, spending time with friends. Uh, what else? Yeah, I'm, I'm a nature person. So I like to be in nature. Mm -hmm. I feel a real connection to it. Um, I don't have dogs, but if I did, I would be taking them to the beach and to the woods and all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, reading great books, um, you know, learning more about the quantum energy healing side of things, um, swimming in the sea, yeah, and dancing, I love to dance. So. I want to actually, I'm actually learning next week how to, not the DJ's a wrong word, how to produce music where you can basically pull in some really amazing quotes from um, people like Alan Watts and some amazing philosophers so that it's kind of um, tracks for meditation that make you think as well as... as oh, interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how it goes. It's gonna yes, Steve has been on that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought, no, it's winter. It's cold. I've got to do something different, you know. So, oh, it's um, funny. I've heard so many people um, talking about this, especially more so in the last few months, when they've like, well, you know what? I realize as an adult, I don't really have like hobbies or, or like I have forgotten a lost touch of things that actually bring me joy and have fun. And I love hearing these unique ideas. I have never, ever heard of somebody that's tying in these quotes with music. And that's so cool. I also want to do, um, I play the piano since I was little, but I want to learn to play the guitar and I want to paint surrealistic art. So I want to paint the inside of the mind. So you know how you dream or you meditate or some people take plant medicine or whatever, but it's, um, I just have all these things I want to draw them that are like kind of Salvador Dali abstract. Mm -hmm. And uh, so those are my three projects that what I told you and then the, and then the painting and the guitar. So. I love it. Those are great. So that will be my spare time going forward. Yes. <laughs> you now no longer have any time. My boyfriend, I mean, he's going to be really pissed off. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> totally. Um, where is your favorite travel destination? Oof, I have so many, if I'm honest. Um, I love Venice. Um, I love Ibiza because when I moved here, and it's really interesting, you'll find that most people you talk to will say the same. There's an energy here that you can't explain. It's like it's untouchable and it's really, it's incredible. Um, and they say that there's a goddess called Tanit. Um, she's from the Phoenician, Phoenician age and she's supposed to protect the island. And um, I just, Ibiza is incredible because there's so many magical spots. And we also have lovely places to eat on the beach right in front of the ocean. And so yeah, Ibiza, Venice, I love Byron Bay in Australia. Um, and uh, there's a place in China that I love. I have a friend, he's a, um, a Chinese medicine specialist and he's also a qigong master and he's canadian bizarrely i have to introduce you to him and he moved to china quite a long time ago and he has this little um this little uh spa like a, a health center in this place called um yangshao so you basically fly into shanghai and then you go to this and then you go into the into the mountains and these mountains you know those ones like this, they're 9 yes. million years old. And you basically go there and he's got this little place and you just, you just can't believe the people there and the stories and these mountains and it's just insane. So yeah, it's a mixture of some really lovely cities um, and, uh, and then just a lot of also places in the nature. Oh, I, I love used to it. think I was only an ocean person, 
but after spending time in places like that in the mountains, you just go, wow, there's, uh, they're equally beautiful. It's, you know, it's, uh, but I really still, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an ocean girl. I do love the ocean. I am, I, I, I am too, mainly because we don't live near an ocean. So it's like such a treat to be there. But I actually lived in Taiwan for a year. Oh, wow. Okay. I never got to make it to mainland China. Like I went to Hong Kong and Thailand and flew over to Bali and like just did some traveling in that part of the world while I was there, but never went to actually like mainland um, China. So yes, I'd love to hear more about this place. That's funny because this guy sold the center and he's moved to Taiwan. Oh, like really? A week yeah, it's crazy. I so loved it there. It was a long time ago, but it was like highlight, one of the highlights of my life for sure. Um, okay. So there's no rules you can do whatever you want in a day without schedule. What does your day look like? I used to think that we had to do the same thing every day because we kind of got told that by our parents and by our teachers and by society. And I know that for the brain, it's really good to do different things every day because then you change the neural pathways in the brain. So I would say I'd try and do different things on different days because if I did the same thing every day, I would probably get bored. I get bored easily. So, um, <laughs> but I would say get up, go for a run or do yoga. Um, and then I would do a little meditation because it really, when you do a meditation, it really clears your mind. And then you're like, I can do anything today. You know, you feel empowered. Whereas if you wake up and you're like, oh no, this thing from yesterday, da, 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 then you're already on the hamster wheel in the morning and you feel stressed. So it's too to remove any kind of stress and to re and get into the day like that. And then I would probably have a breakfast with my boyfriend, Melchior. Um, and then I would start work and carry on. Uh, yeah, just uh, a mixture of everyday stuff and then also innovation stuff and researching. And then I would have lunch either with some friends or we go out a lot here for lunch. It's really weird. When I lived in London, I would just eat lunch in the, if I was working for somebody, I would eat in the office or I would eat in the house. But now on the island, it's so sociable. So we'd go out for an hour and we meet somebody in a cafe and then, and then go back to work in the afternoon. And then depends if it's summer. If it's summer, I would go jump in the sea for an hour, an hour and a half. And then, yeah, then just either go home and have dinner or I would go out with friends or to my boyfriend's restaurant. So yeah, I mean, I think every, every day is so different here. It's really strange. When I moved to Ibiza, I said it was like dying and going to heaven because you oh. go out and you have so many different people from every part of the world and they literally, some of them are dressed and stuff that you just go, oh my God, like how, how are you wearing that? Like it's just so funky, wacky, like hippies from the 60s and you'll be out um, at a little beach club and you'll have a 90-year-old woman dancing in her hippie outfit and then you'll have a 25-year-old guy, Mr. Cool, in his, you know, trendy jeans and tight top and then you'll have a couple. I mean, it's the most fascinating place. So, yeah, every day is different and I we try to make it different. We try and go to different places and have – and because – I'm selling my wine here and my boyfriend has a restaurant. We try and go and support our friends' places. So we go to different restaurants because they support us, we support them. So there's a lot of that that goes on. Oh my goodness. This has been such a beautiful conversation. I feel like I could probably have a series for an entire year with you, just hearing all of the cool things about your life. Thank you Thank so you. much for sharing so openly and your story and for the bubbles and this has just been so much fun it has been wonderful and yeah i'd love to talk to you more so 
Until the next time. Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by Conexus. Does money spark joy in your life or cause you stress? If you said stress, you're not alone. For 42% of Canadians, their biggest stressor comes from money. At Conexus, they care about your financial well-being. Money doesn't have to be stressful, and Conexus is here to help. The Conexus Money Talk blog provides expert advice, tips, and solutions for all life stages and events. Getting married, buying a house, budgeting, saving, they cover it all and more. And did I mention it's free? Check it out today at ConexusMoneyTalk.ca and start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. This show would not be possible without you, my incredible listeners. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life on Apple Podcasts or download and listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. These reviews, ratings, and sharing screenshots of podcast episodes that were engaging for you on your Instagram stories and tagging friends that you think should hear the episode too really helps the podcast grow. It makes me so happy that I often select reviews to read on the show. And if yours is chosen, you will receive a special gift from me. Thank you for being a part of my mission to connect stories of business and life. Cheers to celebrating simple life.